welcome to Download Your Thoughts, where two friends download their thoughts on anything and everything into each other's brains. I'm Soph Jones. And I'm Claire Cordell. And this week, not only are we back, maybe, we're talking about burnout. You won't have seen us, because we both burnt ourselves out completely, and then we wanted to come back, but our schedules were mad ridiculous and then we couldn't think of anything to talk about <laughs> and then it suddenly came to me oh maybe we should just talk about what the past few fucking months have been which has been burnt out af completely it has been intense definitely i feel like more so for you i feel like you have been physically burnt out mm. i feel like i've been you've also been like a little bit emotionally burnt out Mm. I feel like I've been less physically, but more emotionally. Yeah. So yeah together we've made the perfect, we've made the perfect burnout person together. <laughs> perfect burnout bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to have to accept now that my life is a lot more, is a lot busier than mm. it has been. Just is what it is. In lockdown, you were furloughed. So mm. you had like one extreme to another extreme very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much had two, I'm going to say like nearly two years of doing not much, which was, I mean, it was a dream. But then going back to (laughs) reality, where um, reality for me now is so different to how it was before. So it's, I've I've discovered about myself, which everyone obviously already knew and I'm just late to the party, (laughs) is that I don't A, cope well um, when lots of stuff is happening at once. I go completely into shutdown mode and just sort of go through the motions and don't do anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't really cope particularly well with making big decisions. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't. <laughs> I yeah. just don't don't make any decisions. <laughs> I'm a bad adult. I can't cook, and cooking for myself is a problem because I will just eat tin tomatoes. Maybe that should be a series on here. Is like me trying my best to make you more of a grown-up maybe that's (laughs) what season two is (laughs) i know i'm a terrible for someone who is an an actual grown-up i am a bad grown-up i actually kind of like that idea maybe we should run with that a bit yeah please i mean i feel like i'm not (laughs) that makes it sound like i have it on great authority to be like yes well i have everything figured out so i will help you no but but you're a lot more like human savvy than me Yeah, true. I do know how to cook and kind of keep myself alive slightly better yeah, than you. I, d- I f- fully don't. I keep myself alive with tequila and coconut Red Bull. <laughs> that sounds rank. <laughs> I know. Coconut Red Bull. Oh my God, it is. Sorry, I'm just reaching. This is apple tea. It's not caffeine. Um. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. What a uh, change. Coconut Red Bull's a game changer. No, that's when we when we next do our recommendations. That's going on my list of recommendations. Ugh. It is so nice. No, thank you. I don't want it. That sounds that's horrible. It. It's really nice. It sounds rank. <laughs> I won't be taking further questions on that. It sounds <laughs> disgusting. End of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, what we thought we'd do in this episode is kind of, and again, as is the same with all episodes, this is from purely our perspective. We can't we can't tell you from all perspectives because we are only two people. But we're going to try and talk to you about how we recognise burnout in ourselves, Mm. how we both cope with it, and then how we kind of set boundaries to help with burnout. Because 
like particularly for your situation Claire like there's a lot of stuff with burnout where you're like well I can't I can't control that if work is busy I can't control that but I can put I can put other things in place that are going to help with that and set expectations for myself and for the people around me so we're going to we're going to talk, it's like therapy, but with two people who don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Who've just had a lot of therapy. <laughs> yeah, compl- between us, we've racked up the hours, I think. Oh my God, absolutely. I thought it was going to be allergies. Plot twist, it was not allergies. Turns out, depression. Whereas it's very much in season one, we were interrupted with the dog and the loud children that live next door to me. <laughs> my um, new, I'm, so I basically came in a flat in London and behind me is a road. Can you see the cars going by? I can see the cars going by. Yeah, so if anyone hears cars, that is actually what's happening. I'm very sorry. I have not got the money to soundproof this flat yet. (laughs) I'm working on it. (laughs) It's just a nice bit of ASMR, don't worry. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about um, kind of how we recognise burnout in ourselves. This might not be the same for you. You will probably have your own things that give away that you're burnt out. But this is kind of the stuff that we notice in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Claire, what are some of the things, like the telltale signs for you? One of the main ones for me is that I get, I can't describe it any other way than like numb. Mm. I, sh- I shut down. I completely mentally, physically, emotionally shut down and I'm just a, I'm just a, like a, a thing walking around going through yeah. the motions. And I don't really function particularly well I, I don't sort of go erratic or anything like that I just completely like dead behind the eyes yeah I think I do kind of a similar thing like I just get up and go through the motions of mm-hmm. stuff. I'm not getting any enjoyment out of things and I'll tend to like drop the things that I enjoy doing so I'm like I can't Same. I can't be bothered and it's something I think we spoke about in our self-care episode um a piece of advice that my therapist gave me was like when you're feeling like that, that's the times that you should be doing the things that you enjoy the most and you should be yeah. doing the self-care. That's when you need it the most. But it is like so much harder to do that when you feel burnt out because you're just, like you said, you're a shell. You're just like, yeah. I I can't, I can't. I physically can't. Um, don't, I don't do anything like, well, I know that what will make me feel better is if I sit down and read a book. I, I won't. I'll just sit and scroll on my phone. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm such a scroller when I me feel too. burnt out. And it's, I don't know whether you get this as well, this thing where you're like, you're scrolling, you're like, I don't even want to be scrolling. I want to be doing anything else, but I can't, I can't get off my phone. I get to the point where, because I get notification OCD, don't I? So I'll clear all my notifications, da, 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 da. And then I'll, for example, open up Twitter, scroll through Twitter and then go, no, I've had enough of Twitter, close it down. And then I'll immediately open Twitter again and be like, scroll through Twitter, da, 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 da. Yeah. it's, it's, It's bad. Yeah, definitely. I've just pulled up, um an article about the signs signs and symptoms of burnout Mm -hmm. and there's kind of physical emotional and behavioral so for physical you've got kind of feeling tired and drained most of the time which is what we're talking about a change in appetite or sleeping habits i definitely i don't i'm one of those people that like if i'm not eating it's bad vibes same something's up um and i definitely don't eat a lot same i neither do i i go completely like <laughs> i don't and i'll i'll just won't eat meals i'll do stupid things like get up and eat a fucking what oh, i got what well, i got up and had a bit of cake the other day mm. and i'm like what did you do that for yeah. why did you do that i do the same thing i just don't fuel my body properly mm-hmm. i mean i never do but i get worse when i'm yeah yeah emotional signs are kind of feeling helpless detachment yeah 
loss of motivation, increasingly cynical or negative outlook, decreased satisfaction and sense of accomplishment. So again, all things that we just said, just the constant cycle of being like, I should get up and do something. Why aren't I getting up and doing something? I don't have the energy to do something. God, I'm so fucking lazy. I'm never going to achieve yeah. anything. Yeah, fully. Going round. And, and then you get around. annoyed. Why haven't I achieved anything yet? Why has nothing happened yet? Because I'm not doing anything. That's yeah. why. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and behavioral signs, withdrawing from responsibilities. Absolutely. Isolating yourself from others, procrastinating, mm-hmm. um, using food, drugs, or alcohol to cope, taking out your frustrations <laughs> on others. I feel skipping really work. attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you might not experience all of those, you might experience only a few of those, but it's important to notice those yeah. signs. One of my worst ones is that I get, sometimes I get a case of the fuck it, which is yes. a problem that I have in my life anyway. I I am I am by nature quite reckless. Mm. Yeah, For someone are. who is very, very lazy, <laughs> I am, I'm not, I'm not, um, what's the word? Reckless is the word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, you, I have. You do get, I think a case of the fuck it is very, very accurate. I do, I do, I, I get completely like, do you know what? Fuck it which is a bad trait to have. So that's when I know that something's not quite right because I don't have my sensible head on. Oh, I've just realised I've left this on here. Hold on. Just took the hat off my microphone. About practice. I know. Got- it took me long to sit up and you got your hat on still. Still got my hat on. <laughs> <laughs> We are not med- medical professionals. So we might you... as well be. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Claire, please. <laughs> Claire is back to saying things that I have to cut out of the podcast. <laughs> I, um, I, I am a medical professional. <laughs> <laughs> I might not have a doctorate, but no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I told you tonight that I'm, because some of the, I'm doing a project at the moment where my social media is being vetted, right? And they went through it and they said to me, are you comfortable with all of the stuff you talk about on your podcast? Because um, I've listened to every single episode. <laughs> I feel so bad for that person, honestly. I'm so, so I. sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, babe, Especially I'm like a lot of those were in lockdown where we were like particularly unhinged. <laughs> uh-huh. This person said to me, are you, you talk quite candidly about... Um, mental health and sometimes you're declining mental health is that something you're comfortable having sort of aired I'm like I mean yeah I said it on a podcast that I have full control over (laughs) yeah I'm fine I mean we're very open about it and I think I mean I have I I'm trying to have like less of a social media presence than I did when I was on stan twitter because I feel like my whole life was on the internet for two years yeah and maybe it shouldn't have been um it definitely shouldn't have been but (laughs) I'll never be I'll never shy away from talking about mental health. I may I may not like be as open about it mm. online generally just cuz I'm I just I'm trying not to post as or try not think about too much about what I'm posting and just yeah. decrease the amount of shit I put on there. But I would I will always talk openly about it cuz if you met me in real life it would take me about 5 minutes to like openly talk about stuff. It yeah, just me doesn't too. I'm not embarrassed by it. No, and I think that's a, that's a massive... Hold on, there's a truck outside my door. Excuse me, truck. We're having a very important Excuse conversation me, I'm talking health. about my mental health, please. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? I can't even remember. Uh, oh, I think it's important. I, th- I think it is important now to have an open conversations about mental health because not enough people do. 
and it makes it easier for people who are genuinely suffering to be like oh actually there are other people that talk about it yeah i think had i have been a young person and heard a podcast where they were talking about like their various trips to therapy their mental health and how they can flit and the importance of it not being linear like one minute Mm -hmm. like last week i was so bad but now i'm sort of on the way up do you know what i mean again and that's important to have that i think you should not be embarrassed about any struggles you have with mental health because literally everyone does there Mm -hmm. are people who you know they're they'll go through life most of their life like not having any of that or not on such an intense level but a lot of people at some point in their life will go through something that will will probably affect their mental health and you know Claire and I are unfortunate enough to have wild chemical imbalances in our brain but most people at some point will go through something like that and you should just never feel embarrassed about it because I was so embarrassed about all the ways that I was feeling before I really knew about mental health and we grew up in a generation that was like mental health meant you were crazy yeah like you were unhinged you were you needed to be in like an asylum like it was so stigmatized yeah and we're getting somewhere with with that but we still got a long way to go I was never embarrassed of my mental health um I was just unaware I had any mental health problems Mm. I was just exceptionally confused as to why I was feeling the way I was feeling. It, was, it wasn't it was an embarrassment thing for me. It was a lack of understanding, which again, I think is important to have people that are candidly talking about it. Because if you're embarrassed, you have someone else to relate to. If you're completely unaware, you have someone else to be like, oh, maybe it's this. And you go, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely... Completely. Looking back now, I definitely had it a lot earlier than I thought oh. I did. But then when I was like officially diagnosed, I think I was like embarrassed for a while but now I just really don't I really don't care because if you're going to be in my life you will at some point meet depressed Soph or anxious Soph and you if you're not okay with that or that's something that doesn't fit for you fine then we don't have to be friends but I mean if you're in my life you will definitely meet depressed Claire because she lives she's me (laughs) I I am like I'm like Eeyore most of the time Oh man, I love Eeyore. I'm like a sarcastic, You're like a bitchy Eeyore, witty Eeyore. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, who am I out of the Winnie the Pooh? Piglet. I knew you were gonna say Piglet. Is it just because she's pink and small? No, it's just because he's like, oh, the deer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like. <laughs> and also, is Piglet a? she or he oh shit i don't know hold on let me look i thought piglet was a boy oh male apologies species pig (laughs) gender male what else Mm. we got here eeyore is male isn't he e hold on there's a soviet adaptation of the winnie the pooh series fucking hell hold on i need to show (laughs) fucking hell (laughs) right what is that um so there you go soviet eeyore anyway back to what were we talking about (laughs) fuck's sake mental health (laughs) how did we get here oh eeyore piglet right got you what are your like do you have things that you know will make you feel better that you find doable when you're burnt out because sometimes i know that like something will make me feel better but i'm like i'm fucking doing that i'm too i'm too burnt out for that yeah you have to take smaller steps do you have any of those i think one of the things that helps me the most is like speaking to my dad he's very 
understanding and he's very good at I don't know just like chilling me out a little bit and he always like the most helpful thing he's ever well one of the most helpful things he's ever said the man is full of great advice but um he told me that like mental health it's like it's like a wave you have to kind of ride the wave out so sometimes you are just going to be in that swell of depression anxiety burnout but it you have to kind of be aware it's not forever yeah and in the moment it feels like I am never ever gonna feel good again Mm -hmm. but you do you always do and it's weird because all previous experience tells you well you have come out the other side of it but I feel like every time remember that yeah no every time I'm in it I'm like no, this is the time I'm staying in it. <laughs> yeah, this was me last week. I was in full, full meltdown. And I was like, well, that's it. Yeah. I mean, and it's obviously not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think the one thing that is very frustrating for the two of us is that we seem to have uh, simultaneous breakdowns. So we're not always the best to like being able to support each other because you're like, life shit. I'm like, it is. <laughs> yeah, but that's because we are, we live by the moon. Too. I think that's a very good top tip for people who don't, understand how they feel honestly give astrology a try yeah even if you don't believe in it it's kind of nice just like that has made me feel instantly better to be like oh yeah oh yeah yeah exactly oh yeah so I mean I recommend that but um I think I try I one of the best pieces of advice I can give is to have friends who get it Mm. not the friends who are like everything's okay, you're fine, you're fine. I'm not fine. No, I'm not. I am actively not fine. And that's a piece of advice for people who are dealing with others who have burnout. Please don't try and reassure them. I know it's like the um, immediate response that you want to give is to like comfort someone, but actually I think it can sometimes really invalidate someone's mm. feelings. It's much better to be like, okay, I completely respect how you are feeling right yeah. now and it is valid that you feel this way. And we can work through this together if you would like that. Ask I get a bit the like that when what they want. When I get a bit like that when I'm low or burnt out or whatever, when people hit me with so many solutions. Mm. Because I'm like, a lot of the time I'm very, very aware of how I could f- physically make something better, but I'm not in a place yeah. to do that. Yeah. So I sometimes don't need the sort of, well, how about try this? How about try this? I get a bit like, how about suck my dick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I can't remember where I read it, but somewhere someone said like, if someone comes to you with like a mental health problem or any problem, I guess, yeah, it's a really good practice to be in to say, would you like solutions? Would you like distraction? Would you like comfort? Like, what yeah, would you really. like? Because yeah, I'm the exact same. If people are giving me solutions, I'm like, I fucking know. Mm-hmm. I've already tried these or I'm already doing this or that won't work in this situation I don't I very often don't want solutions I don't yes, want you same. to tell me that I should be feeling better same I just need you sometimes I just need someone to listen to me yeah. rant and I think that's what we're very good at doing yeah. like I'll be like hey quick rant or you'll be like yeah. hey quick rant I just need to get this off my chest yeah exactly yeah I highly recommend finding some comfort shows. Oh my god, I was going to say that. Yeah, I've I've spoken before about Shaun the Sheep. Shaun the Sheep, yeah. I will also recommend Timmy Time, which is oh the Timmy the Sheep spin-off, uh, which is great. Really enjoy that. 
Another one that I found, I, I mean, I have, I go through kind of fixations on things for like a couple of weeks anyway. So that very much depends on where we are in the burnout cycle and how it aligns with what I am obsessed with for those mm-hmm. three weeks. Over the last um, one, it was a mixture of just watching Youngblood interviews. So if you have like a particular artist or something that you really enjoy, just watching interviews with them is like really nice sometimes. I like watching interviews with The Rock and Kevin Hart because they're so funny. Yeah. I've also been watching a lot of uh, one particular uh, guy that I saw on TikTok and then realized he had a YouTube channel. He's a cheerleader. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with his videos. I'm so amazed by what the human body can do. I'm like, how the fuck are you flipping someone up like that? I love it. And catching them on one hand. Do you remember that time on an episode where we spoke about TikTok? I told you on my my For You page, I get a lot of gymnastics and random flips and you told me I was insane. Yes, and now I will take that back because I am enrolled (laughs) in an adult gymnastics class, so... (laughs) I got quite quite obsessed by watching these people just go and flip and then get their friends to do it yeah. as well. I'd be like, what? That's going to be me. I know. I can fully imagine it. I'm so excited. That's going to be me. That. I'm going to learn how to flip. Anyway, we're, t- we're getting wildly off topic. We can talk about that another time when I have a bit more of an update. But um, <laughs> what are the, some of the things that like help you when you're in like the throes of it? Um, I've said it a, th- a thousand million times for me and I'm not even sure why. It is. I think it's just because it's light relief and it's funny. I listen to my dad wrote a porno episodes every single day. And that's not an exaggeration. My Spotify raps is always, you're like, the top artist is my dad wrote a porno. I'm like, ah. But I don't know what it is. I have listened to all of the episodes 8,000 times and I still will put them on when I go to bed. I put them on when I'm getting the train to work. I think it's just the voice, their voices on the podcast because I know what they're saying already because I've listened to the episodes. It's just nice to have. Yeah, I think that's why. Um, so I listen to that regularly, uh, and I watch a lot of horror films. We've spoken about this before: horror films and crime documentaries and stuff like that. I honestly feel like that would be the worst thing for me, but I respect it. I think I like watching other people's chaos, <laughs> <laughs> and then all right, yeah, thanking my lucky stars that I wasn't born into a cult and I had to escape. You know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> the- the vast difference i'm like watch tippy time <laughs> the cartoon sheet where there's no words he just goes Meh. if i wasn't such a wimp we could probably do a true crime podcast but oh God, I, I would love to do a true crime podcast. i'd never sleep <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think if i've got anything else i know i feel like it's it's hard because a lot of that time is that riding that wave and just yeah. like fucking hoping you get it's out the other existing. side existing i have a lot of baths Mm. I really like listening to like loud punk rock. Yeah, see, I, I can't that do that. That hurts my senses. I don't know why. I think because they're often very angry in those songs, and I can just like, yeah, they're talking about how shit life is, and I'm like, yeah, it is. So yeah, that's why that is. But um, I always think that's very funny. Like, I was sat in the office with that kind of music on a couple of weeks ago, and I was like not feeling good, and I'm like. Yeah. I'm a, I look like the most serene little angel from the outside. I was just, just about to say that. Looking at the away. two of us aesthetically, who would you think, looking at both of us right now, would be listening to punk rock? Me. I know. But whereas my top artist is Celine Dion. I moment. know. I, I guess it's like when you're with another depressed friend 
and you're both depressed together you feel validated yeah you don't yeah exactly so i think that's maybe why i think annoyingly and we've said this before in episodes like annoyingly a lot of the stuff that they say to do to help your mental health does actually yeah actually help it's hard to do in the throes so i try and do it if i can start to feel it dipping to try and pull it back or as i come out of it yeah because it kind of gives you that like boost but i I feel like when you when you're in the proper throes of it don't especially with burnout for the love of god don't put any pressure on yourself to do anything no just try your best to do the like the basics the like basic keeping yourself alive stuff yeah completely and try and incorporate as much stuff that you love that's low effort so like watching yeah. stuff you like listening to stuff you like um that you can just like exist and it be around you do you have like a comfort film you don't really watch films do <laughs> yeah it's like i don't really watch no. if, if i had to it would be like harry potter but those bastards don't have it on any of the streaming channels, so... I know. One of my comfort films are the new Jumanjis. They're so good. Because of Kevin Hart and The Rock, I just think they're f- very funny together. Nice. And Jack Black in them is great as well. This is a perfect time to be plugging something of ours. Anger Songs and Perfect Snogging, definitely a comfort film. And we spoke about it on the podcast, Movies That Raised Us. We had them on, I think, one of our last episodes. Yeah, um, it was. It was one of the most recent ones. Yeah, and we um we had a great time going through anger songs and perfect snogging i the podcast almost didn't come back because claire said a very bold statement that <laughs> angers me deeply um but what, you'll have the to soundtrack was sh- shit <sighs> i was gonna say you'd have to listen to it but you know what oh, let's okay. bring it up now let's I fight just, okay <laughs> i just don't like that type of music how can you not like she's so lovely by scouting for girls how can you how how tell me more than one lyric than she's so lovely and i will come back from that she's pretty a fitty she's got a boyfriend though and that's a pity she's 30 damn flirty and that the age of girl gets really dirty okay so i'm gonna stop you there she's 30 and that's the age of girl gets really dirty absolutely not true (laughs) i think they wrote it when they were like 18 i don't know exactly exactly they don't know what they're talking about (sighs) it's a shit song Um, sorry sorry okay Maybe you don't like She's So Live, but there are so many other good songs in that. Ultraviolet by the Stiff Dillons. Horrible song. Great song. Yeah, I'm, it's not my uh, it's not my jam. Okay, fine, whatever. But you can hear that and other bold, controversial statements. Alan Davis is fit and I will stick to that <laughs> to my grave. sake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, anyway. we had, yeah, no, we had a really good time talking to them. They're funny as well. They're very yeah. cool. I highly recommend finding exercise that you actually enjoy that doesn't have to be going yeah. to the gym. Yeah. If it is going to the gym, fine. But if it's not, that's also okay. Yeah. I remembered going, because I've just come back from Canada to see my brother. I remembered being out there, how much I liked being in water, like swimming, paddleboarding, stuff like that. So I am, as soon as I get time going to investigate the nearest swimming pool i like having a goal and something to focus on and deciding to get back into gymnastics has given me a bit of purpose as i've kind of come out of that burnout Mm. because i'm like right okay well i need to start stretching more i need to start like 
working on my core so I can be strong enough to do all the things I want to do. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. But like, even if it's just going for a walk, it can be so, it can be so good for you. I know it's really fucking annoying because all of the websites are like, go for a walk, do some exercise, fuck off. But like, as you come out of burnout, it can be helpful. Today was my first day off where I've not done anything for probably about three months. So Mm -hmm. I did nothing today. Um, which meant that I was able to do things like I did all my washing, I hoovered. <laughs> I didn't have, I, I'm quite neurotic with washing anyway. I don't, I wash after I wear everything because I'm still so paranoid about catching COVID from work. So I literally wash my clothes every day. Um, but I did all my washing, changed my bed sheets, hoovered. What else did I do? I did some journal. I wrote a song today as well. <gasps> that is exciting. Yeah, because I've got a lot of singing stuff coming up soon and I just want some more recent stuff in my back pocket where I'm like but and because I felt okay today I was like I'm gonna try and then I did and it was good yeah I love that yeah being creative I think is a good one Mm. as well in kind of any way you can and I mean in your case it's it's worked out well and you're like oh I might actually use this but I also think creating for the sake of it and like almost not not having but like not having something to work or put pressure on yeah is also a really good way of of helping. Like I wrote a couple of songs when I was feeling burnt out that like will never see the light of day. They're like, I write sad songs. These were (laughs) disgustingly sad, but they helped at the time. Yeah, see, I do that. I jot lyrics down in my notes on my phone like all the time. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things I started to do today. I was going through some stuff and a lot of it's bullshit, but there was like one particular phrase. I was like, oh, I can work with that. And I'd already heard a guitar um like melody that I liked and I was like oh I'll just see if I can sort of build around that a little bit but I but it's honestly truly the first and as a singer-songwriter it almost feels embarrassing to say but ever since we did that episode on Stevie Nicks when she said that she hasn't sort of written or created anything for ages because she didn't feel like it it's made me feel better but I haven't actually written anything I've enjoyed for about a year Mm. so today I was like oh okay that's a good step so yeah I felt good about that today definitely so whatever way you are creatively inclined if at all um get just get into it and do it for the fun of it without any pressure i also realized i hadn't left the house at all today so and i wanted to so i took myself to get coffee coffee i needed to get some um picture hooks as well Mm. and i went and got that and some coffee and it was just nice to be out of the house for a little bit yeah definitely definitely I think it can be really easy to stay inside when you don't feel good but getting out does genuinely help even if it's just like you just go to your shop up the road and get milk (laughs) like anything is helpful so let's talk about setting boundaries which can be massively helpful for when you are feeling burnt out obviously work is a difficult one if you are able to set some boundaries for people who work at home for the love of fucking god finish at the time you're supposed to finish and put stuff away it's so easy when you're at home to like just be like i'll just do this bit i'll just do this bit i'll just do this bit obviously not everyone's workplace is at this all workplaces should be saying to their to their employees you finish at the time that you're contracted to finish that and whatever isn't finished, we will work on tomorrow or whatever. Mm. I'm aware that I'm in a very privileged position that my work is like that. They're very understanding. They are very good at putting mental health first. I know not every place is like that, but if it is, 
make use of that don't feel bad they have these things in place for a reason try and get some separation if you're not in a job like that I think you have to find ways in which you can have time for yourself yeah even if it's 10 minutes yeah like I know you work a lot so you might be able to speak on this a little bit more than I am because I come from a nine to five thirty, so I have a slightly different view yeah so I, my working hours are usually 4 p.m to about 2 a.m at the moment which is like a long chunk of the day mm-hmm. but my rule is that I don't do a single thing before four o'clock to do with work yeah because I, 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 I can't yeah I use the day for myself. That is the main rule. And before that, I was going in early to like get things sort of set up a little bit earlier, that kind of stuff. But it will get done. And you don't have to be the one to do it all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, massively. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I would be like panicking that something would not be done on time. The morning for me is my time. And I'm so like, no work questions, nothing yet. I just wait until I'm in yeah definitely definitely I think if you can set those boundaries don't feel bad about doing it yeah um I would also say setting boundaries and expectations with friends I have such a strong belief that if you are feeling like shit tell your friends you don't have to tell them what's wrong if you don't want to but tell your 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 close friends I'm not I don't go through your whole phone book but like Tell the people that you communicate with regularly, hey, I'm not doing good at the moment and I might be a bit delayed in my responses and I hope you're okay and I'm still here for you if I can be. Obviously, there are times where you like you physically can't be there for anyone, but just communicate that. I think I've been on the other end of that and I've been, I've been the person who hasn't communicated and I've been on the end where someone hasn't communicated with me and neither side is good. Mm. So just write a text and just let your friends know I always try and say well I sent one to you the other day I was like my brain is full if you are in crisis mode then for fuck's sake call me like I will say to my friends it doesn't matter where I'm at yeah if you're in crisis mode you're in crisis mode and if that's the case then I will be here for you and that's just because of who I am as a person I would take a bullet for for my friends but if you're not in crisis mode can you handle me like not being as present for like a couple of days mm. just because I need I need like a break I'm not very good at doing that at all I get to the I get um if I'm going through something and someone comes to me with a problem I find it easier to help with them yeah me too so I would be like oh, I'll just leave my shit and deal with this first yeah yeah and I think a lot of people are like that especially the people like in my life very much like oh well I'll just deal with someone else's stuff but it's like it's not it's not good it's not really good for anyone because I feel like I actually probably don't give the best advice when I feel like that either like I feel like if you come to me with stuff when I feel like that I'm like yeah fuck it Mm -hmm. but like if I was actually feeling fine I'd be like oh maybe we should like think about this from a different angle or yeah I don't know, whatever, whatever. But I know that everything we're saying here is like, yeah, but yeah. when you feel shit, it's really difficult. It's impossible, yeah, but it is important. It is, do your very best. Even if it's that you text one person, if you're in like a group of friends, 
who kind of know each other you could even text one person and be like can you pass a message on mm-hmm. that like i'm not good right now and i like can't yeah. i'm gonna be slow at replying or whatever because everyone then knows where they're at because i think most people are a little bit insecure and if they've not heard from their friend in a while that they usually hear from all the time people are obsessed with themselves they're gonna be like i've done something mm-hmm And then they're going to build that up. And then it's like, it creates another problem that you have to deal with. And if you don't feel good, like if you don't feel good and your friend comes to you like, why do you hate me? You're like, I don't fucking hate you. What are you talking about? I have everything else going on. I don't hate you. I've not even thought about you. Yeah. So communicate with your friends and your family. I have one more tip with stuff like that is if you're, I'm in so many group messages on WhatsApp and they're all on mute. And that Mm. is important for me. Mm hmm. I will look when I when I want to look, not when yeah. you what not when there's irrelevant messages going on. I'm in group messages with people I haven't seen in months as well, and they're still living their lives and whatever, which is great. I think wonderful, and I still obviously want to keep in touch with them because I love them to bits. However, I can't be present all the time, especially when I'm at work and they're going text, 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 text. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, I think on that new iOS update. I mean, this doesn't apply if you don't have an Apple phone. <laughs> they might have it on Android as well. I don't know, but on apple now you can set like personal time yep i did that earlier today set myself up a like schedule which was exceptionally exciting yeah so like and you can do it based on like when you're at home it will like change to your personal time or you can do it between certain hours yeah and it will let through important stuff Uh or like whatever you set it to you can set it to like only only let through messages from these people yeah and i think that's really good and i'm gonna i'd set up my work one i'm gonna set up my personal one later yeah but yeah setting boundaries is hard because i think a lot of people are people pleasers even if you don't think you are turns out you probably are life is a weird balance of like not being a selfish dickhead but not putting everyone before yourself all the time and we don't all get it right all of the time and that's fine. We are humans. We can't get it right all of the time. We're only humans. <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to have <laughs> a deep moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think setting boundaries is important. And if you find setting boundaries difficult, I highly recommend like looking up some YouTube videos or some podcast episodes because they'll say things way better than we have and you'll learn a lot more from them (laughs) honestly don't listen to our podcast we just talk shit (laughs) (laughs) we never claim to be a podcast on teaching you things no candid open conversation about how you should try and learn things yeah absolutely absolutely i mean that's our episode on burnout um and in true following on from our advice this might not be the beginning of the new series coming to you regularly every week. So the, as we said, I work le- I work nights and so works during the day. So yeah. we're going to try on my days off to make it work. Try. We are going to try and we're going to try and make it work. But we are also going to set the boundary that if we're not going to, we're not going to record if we both feel stressed out and we're like, yeah, oh silly. shit, we have to do a podcast. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we did do that a little bit to ourselves in season one. Yeah. We were like, fuck, we need to do a podcast. Uh, we need and I don't think any of our episodes are shit but I feel no, like we rushed through some that's our boundary with you guys I'm sure you're fine with it 
Yeah. Um, if you're not fine with it, it's not Suck nice my to. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nice to disrespect other people's boundaries, okay? And it's also top tip: someone not respecting your boundary is not your problem. Yeah, it's true. It's really not your problem. What's that RuPaul thing? Unless they're paying your bills, pay them bitches no mind. Yeah, exactly. But uh, now comes the part in the podcast where we beg you for topics because our little brains are so overworked. Help us out. Send us things you want to hear about. It was really interesting when we got sent the stuff about like the the colour personalities and stuff like that. So things like that are fun to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. We love shit like that. We love talking about ourselves. Yeah, fully, completely. (laughs) Otherwise, you're going to hear me explaining to Claire how to cook a decent meal. (laughs) What time is it? Because I think I might make some pasta in a minute. I think it's still an acceptable time to eat dinner. Yeah. Very European time. No, you're going to have a proper meal. But I've got some crunchy nut cornflakes. No, you're going to have a proper meal with some vegetables and I some protein. I actually don't have any vegetables in this house right ah. now. I ate them all. Uh, the only thing I have is tin tomatoes. You're just going to have tin tomatoes and pasta? No, I was just going to eat the tin tomatoes. I wasn't even going to bother with the pasta, but I will... So, what? Rewind. Pause, rewind. You would... You were just gonna, what? It's that soup, ain't it? Oh no, it's not. It's famously not. I quite like tin tomatoes. <laughs> On their own. Yeah. What are you I doing? Like... Just heating them up. Sometimes I don't even bother heating them up. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm a bit like that with beans as well. Baked beans. Yeah. What? I could just eat beans on their own. I'm gonna be violently <laughs> ill. <laughs> so gross i know okay so maybe we're gonna do a podcast episode and all the fucking weird shit claire does what the hell is that oh no okay i have one more question how are you feeling today oh you know what actually not too bad uh sore because i tried to do some handstands earlier i was successful but i forgot that i am significantly older than when i last did them don't the age it catches up on you it does and it's i'm not happy about it so i'm gonna try and fight that but um you know what generally not too bad i've had enough water today i've exercised i've been out in the fresh air i did my job i ate some food it's all good you can ask for isn't it really yeah how about you yeah i'm all right today feel okay (laughs) you're not elaborating (laughs) And end of podcast. No, (laughs) yeah, I've been quite productive today. Like I said, I've actually done things today. I've been a little bit creative today. One thing I was going to do today was dye my hair, but I didn't get around to it because it's not that important to me at the moment. Yeah, feeling okay. Feeling okay. Good. The only way is up, baby. Baby. (laughs) Tell us how you're feeling, everyone. You can get in touch with us multiple ways. It's in the outro anyway, but let yeah. me just refresh your brains. Um, we're on Instagram, download your thoughts. We're on TikTok, download your thoughts. We both got logged out of that account because we've not used it in so long, but we're back in it. <laughs> we'll post some stuff soon. What else are we on? You can email us, download your thoughts at gmail.com. Safe will pick that up because I still don't have a, <laughs> I still don't read the email. <laughs> um or on anchor 
I said Instagram. Oh, did you? That was the first yeah. one I did. Oh, yeah. You can send us a DM on Instagram. Um, on Anchor, we also have audio messages. So yeah. that's in the bio of our Instagram. It has our little... It's not Linktree, is it? It's the other one. Yeah, it's uh, card. Card. We have a card on Instagram. It has all the links. You can send us a voice message. Please send us a voice message because no one has. And it's going to be exciting when it happens. Yeah, and I really... I mean, the Anchor app has undownloaded itself from my phone so maybe someone has oh my god i don't know the password to that either we'll figure it out but thanks for listening yeah thanks for coming back to download your thoughts with us yeah we appreciate you i appreciate you i appreciate you and we hope (laughs) (laughs) we just did really weird smiles at each other um (laughs) we hope that this has helped if you're feeling burnt out or it has helped you recognize that someone you know is burnt out um as i said it's not the end of the world if you are because it is all right yes but as i said before we're not medical professionals so please seek professional help (laughs) please (laughs) as much as claire tries to tell you she is a doctor she is not a doctor (laughs) definitely not a doctor cool how do we end these Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. You can follow us on our podcast Instagram page at Download Your Thoughts or Sophie Jones Music and Claire Cordell on all platforms. Keep an eye on our podcast Instagram stories because we might ask you questions that feature in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.